Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be knee deep in this week? Ryan, on this week's show, I have a very serious hear ye, hear ye. I ain't playing around. Okay. And we say goodbye to an actor you may not have known by name, but most definitely knew his face. What about you, Ryan? Tyler, this week we get into what are the most visited countries in the world, mm -hmm. and would you watch a comedy featuring rape through deception? Well, guess what? You already have. Mm. So let's get it on. Well, it finally happened, Tyler. It's finally transpired. You got your surgery? Slowly. They're, okay. they're doing it piece by piece. Bit by bit. Little yeah. cubes. Yep. Sure. Tyler, what if I was to ask you, what is most notable about us? Those guys you hate. What is when when people hear those guys you hate, what is the first thing that pops into their mind? Oh boy, kind of put me on the spot here. Our, Don't be self-deprecating. Our, our, no, I was going to say our comedy. Okay, maybe. Okay, wrong. Okay, all right. It's the fact that we famously live in Miami, Tyler. Mm -hmm. That we famously are from Miami, and it pains me to tell you that is no more. We no longer are Miamians. Is that? Do I have that right? Well, we'll always be Miamians in our heart. Sure. Uh, but yeah, we also had to get away from Miami because it's gross and expensive. Where, what happened to that guy whose platform was the rant is too damn high? What, what happened to that guy? Do you know of whom I speak? Uh, I do not know okay. who you, uh, but I would imagine he got kicked out of his house because the rent is too high. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's, I told you to purchase. Real estate is so important. My, my question to you is, in the short time that we've been forced out of Miami, we had to move to Broward just to get more for our money. What you and I we're offering to pay for a place, which is reasonable, mm -hmm. was getting us nothing in Miami. We had to go into the suburbs north. Yeah. And we're still paying too much, but at the very least, we got a nice house out of it. The rent is too damn high, Tyler. Too now, damn high. Have you noticed any differences between living in Broward and living in Miami? I mean, we're 30 minutes away, 25 minutes away, and I see some serious differences. What do you think? Yeah, we are right. Uh, the great thing is, is that we are right on literally the edge of of Broward and Miami right. line. So the Publix that I go to, the shopping, the grocery center that I go to, uh, you drive, have to drive literally six or seven minutes in one direction. You're in Miami. Okay. And it is a different world. It is like as if you, once you go over the street, you go through like a portal, like at right. the end of Endgame, you know, as if I have entered into another realm. All of a sudden, chickens are flying yes. everywhere. There's yes. there's laundry hanging up on a clothesline. It, it really is wild, and it's not even gentrification. It, sure. It's just the difference in cultures and personalities. Well, it's been going on for such a long time. You also gentrification. Yeah, uh, yes, gentrification too. <laughs> sure, that's a big part of everything we're doing here. But it's just that that we've had so long for the for the flavor to soak into the crust like we, it's not something that's just happening now this has been going on for 50 years right what do you mean in, t in terms of what it just it's not like all of a sudden all of the spaniards moved into miami it's it, it's a completely different world in between broward and in between miami and oh absolutely after living there for the last couple of years and then moving back to broward I really have an eye for how different it is because you always talk about it but I could really see the Latin culture in Miami is just tell me if I I am I'm shredding this down to too fine of a point mm -hmm. it's just more 
joyous. Now it's other things. It it is it's more expressive. I think. I think that the American, the the white culture here is just more repressed. Is do I have that right in everything that we do? Funerals, parties, driving down the damn street. I have not seen one person hit a pan with another pan since I've been in Brown. Well, what is there to celebrate, ding, Ryan? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's for celebrations. That's for and- when Biden opened up drilling in Alaska. Oh, we should have celebrated for yeah. that. I forgot to set my alarm. You don't have your good pans out, Tyler. <laughs> so it, it just and that's for for the people who are are just wondering what the fuck does he mean slamming their pans? That is literally a thing Hispanic people do when they're when the Miami Heat won their championship. Sure. At each time, people in Miami walk out into the street and they are driving driving in their car down the street with their pans out the window. Ding ding ding. <laughs> You're ding, wondering ding. who is steering that car? Yeah, yeah. And and the idea is. It, I think a lot of people look at us and we're we're a banana republic. We're a crazy, tiny little part of the country. And everybody's like, that's crazy what's going on down there. And they're right. Also, everybody wants to be a part of it. I know it's crazy and I know it's ugly in, in a lot of places. But also, in some weird way, I kind of miss the stress. I liked how crazy our last place was. And I, I kind of didn't realize it until we moved over here. Oh, you never know what you have until, you, until it's gone, Ryan. And also, I wrote this little joke here. You know how I kind of just filter everything through the show. My life is the show. The show is my life. I filter everything through it. And I wrote this joke that a couple of years ago would have been just fine. But now it's something that I don't feel comfortable with. It's judgmental. It's kind of coming from a place of, uh, I, I, I'm not sure, but it's, it's, it's a joke that I'm no longer comfortable with. And I want to share it with you because it's also true. Okay. Are you ready? Again, I, I don't stand behind this. I'm just telling you, what comes to my mind as I've experienced and observed everything. I would never say this out loud, but here we go. Okay. In Miami, I've noticed that even the ugly people are hot, Tyler. Have you noticed that? Even the ugly people in Miami are hot. Here in Broward, ugly, ugly. You know what I mean? It's just a, you're not even movie extra ugly. You're just ugly, ugly. I guess you're not technically body shaming. No. Well, you're, it, doing, well, you're doing it on a cultural level. And I'm, and I'm one of the ugly, ugly people. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I'm- He doesn't I, mean that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not, I'm he's, a, he's a hot, I'm, sexy piece I of shit. I am a hot tamale that yeah. belongs in Miami. My yeah. name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are muy caliente. And also, those guys you hate. Hot tamale. What is going on, everybody? And happy unsolicited dick pic day. Tyler, how are you doing over there, my man? That cannot be a thing. What? That cannot be a thing. Tyler, do not check your phone. I. Can, how do you get a day started? I, you, there's so many days, like uh, pizza on a bagel day and, you know, uh, tie your grandparents' shoelaces together day. How do you get a day? I want to start a day. Well, I, well oh, oh, you mean start like a national day. Unsolicited dick pic day. I don't think that's going to be accepted by the people who make these decisions. We'll believe that. <laughs> that came from my soul. Yeah. Tyler. Sure. Yeah. Unsolicited dick pic day. It's like sure. the purge. Just get it all out. Yeah, yeah. Tyler, speaking of just getting it all out, mm-hmm. much like what just came out from the deep, deep recesses of my body. Mm-hmm. I'm sick, man. I'm sick. I don't. I, I went to New York and those filthy people, they infected me with their, you know, with their pizza. So you offend New York. You offend Love the you, white people down here. You, I mean. I got a, I got something cooking for white people in New York. Okay. 
Is, um, it, is it meth? Because white people love that shit. Yeah, that's over in like Idaho uh, and in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I did go to New York with my son as a Christmas present. Good, good time, man. We had a really nice time. Just kidding, New York. Very, very nice. Uh, uh, more on that later on. Something that I've been doing on the show recently, and, and I've actually reflected on it, and I'm wondering, is this a good thing? Much like when you and I ran over those, the, or we saw those run over ducklings, yeah. or, or when I ran over that iguana recently. Yeah. I've realized that on I- On accident. We're I, not animal killers. We're not. On accident. I, th- if you listen to the end of my story, uh, audience, without being so judgmental, I would say, I like to come on here and, and do somewhat of a, a trauma dump. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're aware. I'm passing that on to you guys because it helps me feel free and clear. Mm -hmm. So I have another one today. I'm going to make it a bartender confession. And I'm just telling you right now, this has no punchline. This is just, this is going to hurt you. This is, I would suggest shutting this podcast off. Is that, is that too over the line? Uh, no, no, I think we're okay. Okay. I think we're all right. Trigger warning, bartender confession. Now, now, what? How this works, Tyler, is that I work at a bar, and a bar is—it's a vibe, man. A bar, much like Miami, a bar is a vibe. It's got a lot of negative connotations, and people, you know, talk bad about it. But also, everybody kind of wants to be there. Yeah, I would say so. Do you well, know what because, I mean? Because everybody has had a great time at a bar, but also everybody's had a terrible sure, time. Sure, everybody's at a bar. cried out front of a strip club before. Oh, I did that. Sure, I, I, I would. I be literally sh- did that. I would be shocked if it was only once. Time. Yeah, well, that was the beginning of my change, Ryan. That I needed that cry in front of that strip club because that is what introduced me to the idea of growth. It's when you recognized, I think, that hey, shit's kind of fucked up here. Well, it was more the strippers looking at me and just thinking, looking as if like, oh god, at least I'm not that guy if you're being judged by a stripper it's time to go home and check out the blueprints am yeah, i right yeah mm-hmm. so let me just i'm just gonna purge this real quick i'm gonna put my my, my finger down my metaphorical esophagi and i'm gonna i'm gonna just spit this out Ew. there is a couple at every bar that you work at that you go to there is always a couple that is very, very old. That that comes in, they form a relationship with the bartender, they come in before everybody is there, generally speaking, and they have like a little, they're just a nice couple. And I know this couple, okay? Mm-hmm. The reason that I connected to them, the woman's name is Mary Jo. J-O. Huh. You meet very few Mary Joes in your life. Sure. Yeah, we're not making Mary Joes anymore. I don't think we were ever making Mary Joes. <laughs> Except for those few. Except for those four. Now our limited mo- edition. Our mother's <laughs> name, mine was a misprint. <laughs> our mother's name is Mary Jo. So I connected with this woman, her and her husband both, about, I would say, in their 90s, mm-hmm. if not pretty damn close. I'm talking, I'm talking about old olds. Not, oh, not old, like, you know, 60s. I'm talking about old, old. Well, 60-year-olds everywhere just got offended. And, but they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and they're still going out and uh, and drinking at the bar. Good on them. Good on them for getting out there and, and, and savoring, if not life, at least a shot of tequila. And they are, well, they both have, she'll have one Cosmo, he has two. Okay. This is the nice part of the story. They're incredible. And my favorite story about them is, you know where they met, Tyler? Tell me this is not the ultimate get-together story. Guess where they met? Where? 55 years ago. Uh, at Woodstock. Guantanamo Bay, Tyler. They met at Guantanamo Bay before it was a jail. She was a nurse. Oh. He was a soldier. I was like, you serving terrorists? Yeah, right. <laughs> she was wearing one of those Hannibal Lecter masks. It was just, it was his thing, you know? She has, he has to put a straw in the martini sure. and hold it up to her face. Sure, that's exactly, and that's, that, that's where they connected. So, so they met, it's a beautiful story, and they, 55 years later, going strong. Recently, I've seen 
him only. This is where the trauma starts, Tyler. I've seen him only. Hey, what's going on? He and I have connected. Um, she's sick. She's very sick. Uh, she's got the cancer, Tyler. Oh, wow. She's got the cancer, yes. Has she had it for a while, or did she just get it? It just happened recently, and it's, okay. and it's pretty bad. Look, and, and, I, and that's terrible news. Good on her for making it 90-plus years right. it's, w- without, this getting, without getting hit by this. It's a good run, and what I would tell you is it, it is a great way to look at it, but also when that's your partner of 55-plus years and you don't know life without that person, I could imagine it sitting on your chest like a, like a piano. Yeah, and you don't want to, no matter how old somebody is and no matter how you know close to the end that they are, you don't want to see them suffer for exactly even the, right. the smallest amount of time. And the fact of the matter is, is that once you're, you're that age, it's it's hard for your body to fight back. Absolutely. And that's tough in, yeah. the, in the best circumstances. As a matter of fact, our Mary Jo had cancer and made it through it. For sure. At, at that age, it's pretty much a death sentence. I'll make sure not to mention that to him yeah, next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Don't, don't bring it up. Actually... Uh, you know, a little foreshadowing. Don't, not sure I'll ever see this man again. So. Mm. He divorced her. Good for he, him. Yeah, he moved on, bro. This piece of ass that he brought in there. Woo! She had to be at least in her early 70s. I'm leaving you, Mary Joe. <laughs> for Joe Mary. So this guy comes in. He's telling me about how sick she is. Starts crying there. Yeah. And, and I will tell you, um, seeing an older person cry is... A motherfucker. That's just terrible. It's terrible. Love the guy. Sat there with him. Absolutely no problem. Appreciate him sharing his feelings with me like that. Because I, I care for her very much, too. I was going to say, good on him for being able to express those emotions even out in public. A soldier. Very a healthy. Soldier. Very healthy. I'm sure the yeah. two martinis help. Uh, yeah, that too. But I, I will also say, and I've, and I've never been there before, obviously, but when you get to the end of your life, I've been told time and time again, you watch the people around you die, you get older like that, all that macho bullshit drops away, man. You When, I, when, when you start losing loved ones, I've been told, dude, none of that stuff matters anymore. Well, it depends on how deep in it you are. Sure, yeah, of course, of course. So I get this man his his food, uh, his his bill, I pick up one of his drinks, his bill is $40, he leaves me $60. Oh, that's nice. The reason that I bring that up can't take it with you is to show that relationship. The way that you show appreciation for a bartender is he, so he tipped way over. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, this is the kind of connection that, that this guy and I have. Not just a financial one. I genuinely love these people. So gets up to stand up, and he's woozy. He's had two martinis. He's very emotional. He is very old. All of these things. Like I literally have to hold him up, uh-huh. sit him in a chair. Now the thing is, it's the it's the early afternoon, but I'm very busy. I go and get my manager and be like, "Hey, you got to deal with this. I can't deal with this right now." Mm-hmm. Woman, this guy, soldier, two martinis. Not not super drunk, but you don't imagine. You know, maybe he hasn't eaten that much recently. He can barely stand up, but he has decided he wants to go home. He's gonna drive home. That's always a bad situation. You have a customer who is inebriated, and they say, I am going home. But here's the thing. Now it turns into a kidnapping because you can't let him leave. I'm glad you said that. Uh Uh-huh. Now, this man is so old and so frail. Now, was he drunk? I'm sure he was. But more than that, I just think disoriented, old, and emotional. Sure. This man is trying to push his way through the front door. This, I'm guessing, early 40-year-old woman is stopping his advances with absolutely no problem. Of course. I mean, all you got to do is put a napkin on his head and it'll just put him down on the ground. (laughs) You're a piece of shit. (laughs) Sorry. That's funny, though. (laughs) So to make a long story short, he, she's trying to save people's lives. I can't let you get in your car. You can't walk to your car. You can't drive your car. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That's a hard and fast rule. Mm -hmm. New York City. And so basically, she is stopping him. Now, I walk out there 
and th- they end up having to call the cops. Yeah. They end up having to call the cops because what can you do? This guy is fighting this woman. I walk out there and he is saying to her, you're a fucking bitch. Whoa. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. You yeah. let me out. So this is going on, Tyler. This is going on. I can't handle it. You know me, my heart. I can't handle this. I can't look at it. I say to her, do you need anything from me? And she's like, it's okay. Sure. It's a, she's, sure. Which is so nice. I have a relationship with this person. All yeah. of a sudden, I go back to my job. They call the police. 10 minutes come. 15 minutes come. 20 minutes come. They're not showing up. They're not there yet. This is going on and going on. Uh. All of a sudden, I hear... Help! Help me! Oh, man. They're kidnapping me! Oh, no! Oh. This man is screaming throughout the whole restaurant, not very loud as an old man should, sure, sure. for help and telling the rest of the patrons that he's being kidnapped. 25 minutes, Tyler. 30 minutes. 35 minutes! Help! Help me! Why do I pay my taxes? Help me! This guy, Tyler, this went on for so long. It, it it bankrupt me of all of my emotions. I am now a blank slate. Were you were you just behind the bar, I just slowly melting into a corner somewhere? I, I, I literally. What were you doing, Tyler? I I mean, I was doing my job. I was working <laughs> to the best of your ability without looking up. <laughs> And I swear to you, I did my job blindfolded, ladies and gentlemen. I was praying. <laughs> I was truly praying in my head. God, are you there? It's me, Margaret. Please make this stop. Please, yeah. please. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I wanted to crawl out of my skin, and I have to walk by that area to do my job. I, this man is just cussing at this at this at my manager and another waitress who has gotten involved, who I think just kind of likes this stuff. And Ugh. Tyler, it again, no punchline. That's it. Yeah. Help me! It was so, but you have to tell me how it, how it ended. I don't, the cops eventually showed up, right? Cops eventually showed up. They put him in the back of the car. Oh. But no, no, I, I, again, I don't know this, but I can almost guarantee they didn't take that guy to jail. They're no, not taking that guy to jail. No, they probably no, just no. dropped him off at home and he had to come pick up his car later on. But it was brutal. Yeah. I would have rather run over a thousand iguanas. <laughs> I would have su- Tyler, I would have sucked the meat out of 5,000 ducklings. It, it, that it, might be a bit much. Uh, 4,000 ducklings. Okay, you it have was, yourself a deal. It was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah, and and my, it hurt me. My, 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 uh, my, my, my assumption is that you, you talk about how nice of a person this is, and really, at the end of the day, you don't really know a person, but my assumption is that that, what you're describing, that whole situation, where those emotions came from, is just with the added pressure of being at the end of your life and watching your wife go through this thing. I can't even imagine the emotions, that, the, the negative and intense emotions that that would bring up in someone. And I don't even think it's the end of your life. It's the idea of, look. you probably, and again, who knows how this person feels. You'd rather die in that situation than be without the per- your rock. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. then if you want to just, you know, sprinkle on there the fact that this guy was a soldier in the 50s, God only knows what abominations he's seen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's so interesting, trauma, how it, it makes all of us who we are. It's so interesting to see it in real time where you're like, well, this is fucking me up bad. Yeah. This is really bad. It's not like, you know, seeing your family die in a car crash, but also this is affecting my psyche. This poor man, this poor man that I love. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a traumatic experience. Thank f- I would tell him to go get therapy, but you know. Deep trauma makes me happy. No, it does not. And we talk about it on depression and yes, it does. That's what I'm telling myself. Like the opposite. No, I like it, Tyler. 
I, I'm flipping it. I'm I'm making it work for me. Deep trauma. No one cares. You don't know Give what it a to shot. do. The world has all but given what up. What the depression index is, is a lie. That I tell myself, and we crank it up every week to let you know how down we are. Tell our depression index. It's how we talk about mental health on this show. Mm-hmm. Trauma. Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. How you doing this week, bro? I'm okay. Yep. I'm okay. Overall, I'm actually doing really well. Me. I uh You got to stop doing that. I'm doing less <laughs> less well every time you do that. Hey, we're kidnapping me. Um. Yeah, as you said, uh, er, I, I believe it was in the pregame. I'm doing these comedy slash stand-up classes every Tuesday now. And it has given me a real opportunity to acknowledge not only trying something new and scary, because I got to give myself credit on that, but, al- should. but also acknowledging that I'm getting better at it. Like I've, I'm literally, I, from the, I've already done three weeks. I've done three classes. And from week one to week three, there is a legitimate improvement, not only in my writing, but in the comfort that I feel getting up in front of a group of people and talk and, and just giving them my art. It's really great, Tyler. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And I think that idea of, I think what we all want is is that that bravery to put ourselves out there. You know what I mean? And we For all sure. talk about it. We all think about it. You're doing it. And I think that on its own, no matter how good you get or how good you don't get, that deserves credit because so many people want it and you're doing it. And it's not just like, oh, I'm going to go to a yoga class by myself. You're really putting yourself out there, man. You deserve credit. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. And it's been, it's been great. And I'm excited to see where this goes. You know, maybe it'll lead to something else artistic that I want to do, or maybe I continue on with this and, you know, get a, get up on stage as an actual comic one day. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, we'll see where the road takes me. I'm excited. And, and Tyler, I've expressed my interest in, and I don't know what that means. Maybe we're going and doing this together sometime or, or, or I don't know what it means, but I'm, I'm really interested in, in the, taking this and getting it involved in that community. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. There's so many opportunities out there, you know, especially, with the, with with comedy specifically, everybody's looking to laugh. So there's like like hotels Not that right guy now. At the bar, Tyler. Ho- well, I'm sure he was looking to laugh. He's he being just held hostage. He, I was gonna say he was kidnapped. Sure. Who can laugh during a kidnapping? Best medicine, Tyler. Holding someone hostage. So there's lots of opportunities out there. I'm excited for the future. May I say, uh, I and the Haitian Army, super proud of you, Tyler. Thank you. You don't give yourself enough credit. You're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this week I am at a. I'll call it a neutral. Five. Spin that bitch. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, you should incorporate that into your act. You like Gallagher, you know what I mean? The front row gets like knuckles. <laughs> be like a UFC fight when right. somebody's face explodes. Right. right. Ryan, how you doing this week? Uh, we don't do it that we way. We don't do, do it that uh, way. You just scream gay it up and then you go into your sure, thing. Yeah. Sure. I was wondering why you were staring at that, me like that. Uh, that was bad. <laughs> Get it up. That's what happens when we take a week off. Oh, my Lord. We tried, but Tyler <laughs> fucked up. So here's the thing. What the fuck? <laughs> it's called a power Tyler cord. Tyler made a mistake. <laughs> Tyler, it's called a power cord. Pretty important. Mistake. It's okay. Hey, we're doing- Oh, now it's okay. Make up your mind. Don't you worry, Tyler. We're going to talk about this later. All right. Gay it up. Tyler, everybody talks about the, the aspect of- you, you know, you're in, in terms of your relationship with yourself that I think is getting more and more shine. I think that society is recognizing that your relationship with yourself is as important as anything. Yes. When it comes to relationships, it's the most important thing. Right, right. You can't. It's a foundation on which all of your other relationships are built. Correct. Everybody knows that. Do they? I think that might be news to some excuse, people. Excuse me. Forgive me. Nobody knows that. <laughs> now, 
everybody or nobody talks about loving yourself, right? Loving yourself, big deal. You know, it's on all of the, you know, Dove body wash commercials. Trusting yourself, is that a big deal? Learning to trust yourself. Do people discuss this? Absolutely. Okay, these these are foundational things that I think that I've spent a lot of time thinking about. Something that has appeared in my mind over the last two weeks is honoring yourself. What about honoring yourself? When I say that, what, how does that strike you initially? Being honest with yourself. You have to, you have to be honest with yourself to honor yourself. You can't be honoring if you're lying to yourself. So that means speaking with integrity. That means following through on the commitments that you make. That means choosing your words carefully, right? Uh, doing all the things that you would want somebody to do for you, you do them for yourself. Well, and, and I just spend so much of my life in this perpetual state of scientific observation in terms of my own emotions. I am obsessed. I would literally say obsessed with how I think about that. I think in a lot of ways it serves me. I think in a lot of ways it doesn't. That's the balance of the world. What I have recognized is very often, and here's my only preamble before I launch into this. Very often I talk about how I feel and how I think as if it is just everybody in the world thinks and feels that way. I could be wrong. You could be hearing these things that I talk about on the show and think that it's completely alien. What the F is this guy talking about? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just giving you my experience. I get it. But when I feel anxiety, I have whittled it down because I think so much. Where is this coming from? Hey, I'm feeling anxiety now. How interesting. Where is this coming from? I have recognized that so much of it comes from when I'm in a situation, and I don't mean to oversimplify, but I'm not going to go with my natural reaction I'm going to do something that is going to get me an intended outcome. I am going to play the character that I think you want me to. I'm going to, hey, cool Ryan would react like this. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this all happens in 0.2 seconds in the meat computer that is your brain. Yeah. Now, when I feel anxiety, I feel like it is when I am trying to react, when I'm trying to play a part and not be my genuine self. So all of this long, drawn-out talking is all about honoring yourself is it just truly being who you are is it reacting to things is it actually honor the person that you are the person that you are is good so by honoring myself i'm just going to be that person even if i say something embarrassing even if i make a mistake even if i do something dumb that's who i am and i'm okay with that yes anxiety and all the issues that come with it are are brought on by our resistance to life. Right. That's what it is. Something is happening and you try to stop. Oh, I said something stupid. Yep. And now your brain is just constantly churning. Uh, churning well, and, and just redoing that same scene over and over. And then over the progress of time, it gets worse and worse. By the end, you've stabbed somebody in the you heart. You fool! Yeah, exactly. And, and that is what brings on the anxiety. Anxiety doesn't just exist alone in a vacuum. It is our resistances and the friction that that causes within us. And that is exactly right. Honoring yourself, I believe, would even... And, and again, I'm just kind of making this up as I go along. Tyler has done... A, that's where I think we have our yin and yang. You've done a lot of the academic and also studying it on your own, mm. but you have do, you've learned um, by people teaching you these things, which is so beneficial. I have done it, you know, by sitting in the backyard and coming up with these things. What honoring myself means to me is reacting as to what is in my heart and being okay with whatever that ends up being. Really loving myself and 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 forgiving myself if I make a faux pas. Which, by the way is the most human thing in the whole entire world. Exactly. Picture yourself on a roller coaster and you're going up and down, up and down. And no matter what direction you're going, 
just going with the flow of that instead of trying to put your hand down and stop the ride. Right, right. Wait, and, or, and, or alter its direction, I should say. Stopping the ride means death. No, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna jump, Tyler, much like in real life. But you know what the thing is, and what's so great for my whole life, that dopamine burst, that, that, that chemical reward that your brain lets go of, I've always gotten that by saying the right thing to somebody, mm -hmm. by by making them laugh or getting that flirtation that I was looking for or just wa you know walking away and be like, that's exactly what I wanted. What if I changed my, my thought process so much that I got that dopamine burst by just being who I truly am? Whether it's good or bad in the eyes of someone else, I stayed true to myself and that I think is a possibility and that's, what I'm, that's how I'm going to honor myself, gay it up. I said it at the beginning, Tyler. You did. You I did. I told you, and then I did it, and it still was ugly as all hell. And I and I would just say that that feeling that you get of of that high that you get when you say the right thing right at the right time, it feels amazing. But you have to acknowledge the negatives that come with that, which is what we were just talking about. If you don't say the right thing at the right time, or you say something stupid, all the anxiety that comes with it. You ha you have set a standard for yourself, and if you don't, everything's got to be perfect. If you Tyler. don't reach that standard, that's it. I've 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 ruined it. I've done, and that's so, not how it, that's not how it is. This particular week, I have done so much of, and this sounds so ridiculous, but you will know because you've known me most of my life. I have to come to terms with the idea that I am not perfect. Anybody who knows me. Uh, has no inclination that I am perfect. It's me. I am always holding myself up with how I look, what I say, how I react to things as this better be perfect or else I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Mm -hmm. And I need to come to terms with I'm not that. And that's okay. I, again, we're just getting into therapy. Here, yeah. But, yeah. but it is, I, I don't, it's something that I'm really coming to terms with, which is weird. Good. That's amazing. Tyler, let's switch this up a little bit and go into something a little bit more playful. Usually playful doesn't sound like that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Tyler, what I need from you, you've got mails where I send you something visual and then you check it out now. Here's what it is. And then just try to describe it to the you audience. You describe it, you react to it. Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. Mm -hmm. Here's what it is. I went to New York with my son. Everybody told me, well, Republicans told me, mm -hmm. be careful when you go there. It's filled with crazy people. It's a sanctuary for crazy people. All the liberals are just letting people over there and they've run amok. People are getting shot on the subway. You know how many people told me? Really? Don't go on the subway. You will die. Like wow. unequivocally, you're going to die. Well, thank God these people are warning us. Yeah. Where would we be without their forewarning and life-saving words? Not on the subway, Tyler. <laughs> Taking an Uber everywhere and spending $70 to get down oh, the block. Thank God there's a solution. And I after spending all that money on a couple Ubers, was like, I'd rather risk my life. Sure. We are taking I'll, the subway. I'll take the bullet. Right. <laughs> Listen, you're my only child, but we're risking our lives today. And, and I can make a new one. And Tyler, none of it was true. I was not accosted by anybody. We, it's so weird the way that all of this works. I mean, man, we are all just being gassed up, aren't we? That, that's how it works. Sure. Uh, fear. Big business. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. I did happen to run into two people who may have been a varying... Um, emotional need. Sanity. This picture is one of those people. Okay. 
Well, I see the little, I just want to say, I see the thumbnail sure. and all I see is a big old Applebee's right across the top. I didn't know they were still making Applebee's. It, Tyler, this is in Times Square. Okay. Now, now, I want for you to, even, before you even describe it, I want for you just to take in the artistic viability of that picture, the on, color. I'm going to blow this up really the quick. The shadow. It's a beautiful picture, uh-huh. but tell people what it is that you're looking at. Well, I'm zooming in nice and tight. Keep it tight, Tyler. And... Well, first of all, I got to say this man's getting his fitness in. Good now, for him. Now, now, Tyler. I think it's a man. Keep in mind, it is probably about 42 degrees out when okay. this picture was taken. Yeah, yeah. He's fully clothed. You cannot see a a, a, a shade of skin on him. Not true. He, I, I don't see any his skin. Che- his chest is out. Oh my God, that's his bare chest? That's his bare chest. I thought it was like a costume. Okay. (laughs) Well, it is. So this man is sweaty. He has a sweater on, but okay, now I can tell that his sweater is pushed back behind his shoulders. Right. And he is wearing a terrifying clown mask. Okay, so this- For some reason. You're assuming, well, I don't want to assume that this is a homeless man. Let's assume. No, I don't want to assume it's a homeless man because his clothes are pretty clean. He doesn't look like he's been out on the street for a while, but he is- a bigger man, and I don't mean fat. I mean he. Uh, he is no, he's just got some. He's got some muscle to him. Big old. He is working out with the resistance bands. Resistance bands. That's what I was thinking. On of. in Times Square, mm-hmm. probably around midnight, and it was probably about forty-two degrees out with a full sweat on. I mean his his chest is rippling and crushing shining, it. crushing it. Unfortunately, he is wearing a clown mask that would send ripples of fear through the i mean through Dolph Lundgren Tyler. Yeah, absolutely. And and he has uh as you said a resistance band, a bungee cord with handles on each side yep. and he is getting his sweat on. He's getting it. And I got to tell you Tyler, that right there is terrifying to me. That yeah. that, that is so scary. Well, so and this obviously isn't a video. What he was mid action when you took this photo. I walked right by how, him. How hard was he going at it? He I mean enough to make his chest glisten like <laughs> freshly armor-rolled leather. That's true. In 42-degree weather, That's Tyler. true. And so so for, for our international audience, that's about 15 degrees Celsius, give wow, or take. look at you. But, I mean, it's a, a relative. Uh, it's very cold. 42 degrees is, is pretty cold. Now, I was there for three nights with my son. Each night, I had a couple beers. This night right here was after Book of Mormon. I, I threw him back a bit. There, there was some tequila involved. <laughs> sure. I got celebratory. After. I would not have had the balls to take that photo had I not been a little for snicket. Well, the great the great thing about it is, is because of that mask, I can't imagine he has a whole lot of um, peripheral vision. Peripheral sure. vision. So you were safe. So you're saying I could have got closer. You could. Well, I wouldn't recommend. It. <laughs> I wouldn't have recommended. And it. and oh, New York, Tyler. That is. I mean, that is my the cover on my phone. There, there's <laughs> something lying. about this photo that is just such a vibe to me yeah. that I'm in love with it. And I, I just, I don't know. I want it to be my happy death day, Tyler. I want this to be put on my tombstone. That was a segue. I'm sure I can make sure. that happen. Sure. Yes, Ryan. Happy Death Day. Lance Riddick has left us, Wait, Ryan. And I'm sorry. That's okay. Happy Death Day is that, and I don't want to get this wrong because I think I've gotten this wrong in the past. That's where somebody dies and you and I make fun of their family and dance on the grave. Do I have that correct? We don't make fun of their family, but we 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 figuratively dance by their grave oh. in a celebratory setting. We're you not know? dancing at you. We're dancing with you. With you, okay, cool. even though you've lost the ability to dance. <laughs> we're dancing for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lance Riddick has passed, Ryan. Now, Lance, do you know who Lance Riddick is? Sounds like a boxer. 
He played Cedric da- Daniels in The Wire. Okay. He played Philip Broyles in Fringe. Nope. And he was, I'm sure if you if you Google him, you will know his face. Go on. He Oh, he played Karen in John Wick. I know you don't, nope. uh, not a big fan of it's the John okay. Wick it's... movies. That's all right. He has been in video games. He has been in TV. He has been in movies. He is one of those faces that he has absolutely touched your life in one way or another. And you may not know the name, but you will definitely definitely know the face unless you don't then you know what am i what are we doing let's see what we got um nope don't i mean motherfucker i don't know this guy i i I mean you know good good for him just google him but he was in destiny he was at the video game destiny he was in the video game horizon zero dawn he's got one of those voices sure maybe the voice i bet you if you heard the voice you probably know it anyway he has been in so many different things and he died suddenly i don't even know of what i don't know of what at the age of 60 and it was instantaneous i mean he was in the middle of so many different artistic uh uh, projects and just from one day to the next, just gone. He was an incredible actor. Just any from everything I've read and heard, a really nice guy. And uh, Lance Reddick, happy death day, happy man. Death we, day. we we will miss you very very much. And it just goes to show you that fame, uh, you know, money, you know, voicing video game characters, none of that means shit when it comes down to the fragility of life. It doesn't matter. You, you, you can't buy a couple extra years, generally speaking, and that's a bummer. I'm sorry for him and his family. Wow, what a what a show killer, Tyler. Yeah, okay. well, yeah. Why did we do this? Let's uh, remind me not to do this before break, Tyler. Mm-hmm. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it. But part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up. So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. You gotta put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys there are people that are still on the fringes of society we can still make fun of fat people we can still make fun of bald people we can still make fun of people who blow their extremities off of fireworks we need it needs to be equality for everyone can you make fun of that last group absolutely 
Make fun of people who blow their extremities off with fireworks? There was a, a, a football player who very recently blew off like four of his fingers, and we all had our laughs at, at Jean-Pierre Paul. Did oh, we have a laugh? Absolutely. I thought it was horrific, and it, and it was a, a, a terrible invasion of privacy. Because wow. his medical records were put out there for the world to see. If you don't want your privacy to be invaded, then be a little bit more responsible on Freedom Day, Tyler. <laughs> you hate... Oh, wait, I, I'm now arguing. That sounds like an infringement of freedom. I, I'm arguing on the other side that I started off on. I told you I'm keeping you on track. Full okay? circle, baby. I, okay, I could do this. Necrophilia of victimless crime, Tyler. Now. Those guys you Red circle. You what? You what? I thought that was coming. What? Yeah, I like lukewarm showers. I don't like super hot showers. Tyler. Yes, uh, that's right. Uh, you know, earlier- You should have seen the eyes that ah, he just Tyler, gave you piece me. of poop. No, no, you know what it is? It, it's one of those things that we, you just, uh, I, I, I've already talked about it on the show. You assume everybody in the world values things the same way that you mm -hmm. do. When I found out that you would prefer not to be the first person in line <laughs> at a red light, I melted into a puddle like Alex Mack. How dare you not think of this thing in the same way that I do? But all it is, it's not that I want you to think of the world the same way that I do. It's just that I never assumed that people like that existed. It's like standing wipers. Yeah, yeah that's when, where my brain went. When, of course it did. But my question to you is, you don't like... The feeling like getting into a hot bath that does nothing for you? No, hot bath is different, but I'm taking a shower. I'm going in there. I'm scrubbing myself down, maybe washing my hair. We'll see how it goes. Mm. And then I'm getting immediately out. There's no, because when it's a hot bath, I'm soaking my body. Sure. With a shower, especially with this new shower, it's hitting me directly on the top of my dome. Well, and I don't want steaming hot water. You have multiple shower nozzles, don't you? I do, but no matter which one you turn on, I got the one directly above me that falls directly on top of my head. That can't be shut off? No, I, oh, I, know. I believe that it can. All I'm going to say to you is this. I There are people like you, and then there are people like me who get out of the shower with red lines down oh. their chest. Because I'll stand there and just kind of soak it in. You know what I mean? I'm one of those asshole Americans. Ugh. So no, yeah, well, I'm having problem with the hot water here. It's not working very well in this particular bathroom. Nobody cares about this. Mm -hmm. The hot water doesn't work at all. I've not taken a single shower in there. The bathtub doesn't fill up with hot water. I've not taken a single bath. Really? One of my life's simple pleasures has mm -hmm. been taken away from me. Well, you can load up a pail of, of hot water for my shower and then just bring it over and dump it Bail by bail. You uh, you you call it pail, huh? not a bucket. How I was going for old timey uh, sounding thing. Tyler, very quickly before we get into your hear ye, hear ye, and then we'll we can review it. We'll wrap this thing up. I just have a little house cleaning that needs to get done. Okay, mm -hmm. um, probably about 20, 25 shows ago. Do you remember that I said I'm going to find out? Uh, the, the genesis of this was Travis Scotch, right? Celebrity names that connote alcohol. Mm -hmm. Do you remember me doing this? I do. I, I specifically remember Travis Scotch. Travis Scotch was the only one that I had. I made a list, put it on the wrong notes in my app. Oh. I have since discovered it. House cleaning. Are you ready? Okay. How do you feel about Adolf Pilsner? No, I don't love that one. Okay, you're a piece of crap. Yeah, Tyler, I get it. How about My Tyra Banks? That was okay. I'll take that. Daiquiri Shepherd. <laughs> sure, that was fun. Oh, wait. I hit the wrong button. And finally, Whiskey Houston. <laughs> that one I love. Died of a drug overdose. I was going to say, that was a little bit more sensitive. That was a little rude of you, Man, what you just did. Whiskey Houston. Tyler, hear ye, hear ye me. Hear ye, hear ye. 
Now, what this is is where Tyler and I, I mean, we're just two two guys. We're regular guys just like you. But two dudes. The, the thing is, we've we've noticed some things about society that just needs to be cleaned up a little bit. We're just trying to make things better for all of us. Tyler, mm-hmm. what rule do you have for us this week? I also have one, too. Do you? Sure. Oh, good. Well, Ryan, for this hear ye, hear ye, I'm going to do something slightly different. Yesterday, in our own neighborhood, in which all roads are one lane each way, I saw... Aren't all roads one lane each way? I saw... No, some of them have two roads going the same way. Oh, you're right about that. Uh, I saw... Uh, what's what's the proper term for it? Uh, dare I say scientific term for these type of people? Oh, that's right. Gutter trash, Ryan. Oh. I saw gutter trash ah. yesterday. GTs. Someone, someone in an SUV was driving way too fast. You're in a fucking neighborhood, ladies and gentlemen. Sure. And overtaking multiple cars to go around them while they were on a curve... With another car coming the other way, missed hitting them head on. I mean, I wasn't there measuring the distance. It must have been centimeters. That's Ryan. brutal. And, and centimeters. And what Tyler, it with the the picture that Tyler's trying to paint here is we live in like a guard gated community. This isn't just like bougie bitch. Yeah, we're bougie. The thing is, this is very much a neighborhood. There is no part of this where there's a. You're supposed to be, be driving 15 miles an hour. We keep the riff raff out in this neighborhood. Well, except for two. That's true. Yeah, they let us in yeah, for some reason. But, but the fact of the matter is, is driving dangerously like that at all is just the worst. Doing it in a neighborhood, gutter trash. Gutter trash. GTs. Well, I'm pretty sure that overtaking cars in that way is already illegal. Sure. So for this hear ye, hear ye, I'm not announcing a new law. I'm announcing new and much harsher punishments for breaking this one. Do it, Tyler. First and foremost... Your brake line is going to get cut. Okay. If you overtake a car like that, we immediately cut your brake line. And how are you going to, you're going to do it like uh, in speed where Keanu Reeves was under the bus. How are you going to do it? Well, so we're going to follow them home and then do it while they're there. Okay, so yeah, not yeah. immediately, but as immediate as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way we know where you live. There's no going anywhere. <laughs> it's going to take a lot of resources. We know where you live. Okay. Yeah. yeah but it's, it's to get this menace off of our drones, streets. Drones. Uh, drones. Drones. There you go. We sure. give them little clippers. They can get under there and do the work for us. <laughs> What's that buzzing sound? <laughs> then... And this is just part two, and then we're done. Uh-huh. Easy peasy. Right. We break one of your legs. What? Break one of your legs, but I'm not unreasonable. The perpetrators will be allowed to decide which oh, leg we nice. break. That's yeah, nice. yeah, 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 yeah. It's the, the power of choice. It's Ryan, always a big deal. Any thoughts about this uh, being passed into absolute law? Before I do it, any thoughts? Um, breaking somebody's leg seems a bit extreme. We'll cutting, get the drone to do it. Cutting Don't worry. their brakes also kind of causes the 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 opposite. It kind of is really causing more of a problem than the original thing. But uh, no, no, I'm with it, Tyler. I think this is going to make the world a better place. Let's do it. All right. For people who overtake other cars, especially in neighborhoods, we break your uh, cut your brake line and then break your leg. Cut your brake legs. Cut your brake legs. That is law. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye. You all right, gutter trash. This is UGTs out there. We're talking directly to you. Dude, I saw it and I had a visceral yeah. reaction on a sidewalk. Like I'm alone and I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> oh, what? The, the police. <laughs> the thing is, when you're seeing somebody going out of their way to just take something because they don't feel like waiting, it annoys the shit out of you. When you see somebody do that and they're willing to put other people's lives in danger for it, it makes you want to throttle them until... Full throttle, as a matter of fact. It makes you want to break one of their legs after cutting their brake line. 
Tyler, you just, I mean, you summed that up perfectly. Mm-hmm. And, and what is so funny, I swear to you, my hear ye, hear ye is driving oriented as well. It's not as cut and dry as yours. Yours seems super obvious. Tell me what you think about this, okay? I'm going to say it. You're not going to agree with me. Then I'm going to explain it. All right. My hear ye, hear ye this week is no more tinted windows. No more tinted windows on your car. What do you think about that? I think that it is a perfect rule. I, I have said in the past, I want to be able to look in on people and, and creep them out as I'm jogging by. Tyler, that is the deal. There is nothing more unsatisfying than when somebody cuts you off. And I think we all do that obligatory thing where we drive up to look at the person so that we can judge them. And no matter who's in there, mm-hmm. you're like, I fucking yep. knew it. Yep. I knew it. You're exactly I, who I thought yes, you were. Yes. Yeah. That face, not even a mother could love mm-hmm. when you have tinted windows and I can't see in very unsatisfying. Hear ye, hear ye. No more tinted windows. Mm-hmm. Hear ye, hear ye. Just deeply unsatisfying. You don't need privacy. And we need to be able to judge you sure, openly sure, and yes. harshly. Exactly right, yes. Tyler. Help me. <laughs> All right, Tyler. We got one more segment to do. It, it's a classic. A classic. This is, you and I say a lot of dumb stuff on this show. It's really a cornerstone of, not, dare I say, our lives. Well, this was one of the very first segments we ever came up with. Yeah. It, it, feels, it feels like saying dumb stuff came to us very naturally. Back in session zero. Yeah, we created this. We can review. We go back. We research. We check. We get better. Tyler, last week we asked the question, is opium so good? <laughs> Affirmative. You didn't even let me answer. Oh, what? You do your really own thing. Jump, I'm just telling you. Really jump the gun there. I'm just saying, man. Listen, people wouldn't sit around in opium dens if it wasn't great. Like crack, I understand. A lot of negative problems. It's probably great, uh, right? I'm sure. It's fantastic. I'm sure you have a good little time there. For a moment. Yep. That's it. Oh, that, sure. that's the... Boots, boots in the lungs journalism, Tyler. <laughs> Ryan, last week you peddled the idea that cracking your knuckles is bad and gives you arthritis. I don't think I said that you directly. You definitely I'm not sure did. That I said that. No arguing on Week in Review. Is that true? Why did people tell you that then? Uh, because it was a it was a belief back in the day. And it when was... is this hair going to grow out of my palms, Tyler? <laughs> uh, one researcher, Doctor Donald Unger actually cracked his knuckles on his left hand for 50 years uh, while never cracking his knuckles on his right hand and never developed arthritis on either hand. I mean, that is... Kind of cool. It is cool. And that yeah, guy's yeah. a badass. And it was, and the whole reason was it for scientific research? Was it to better mankind? No, it was to prove his mother wrong. I mean, I believe that that is at the heart of all good science. Tyler, last week we talked about the most visited countries in the world. Did I find out? I hope so. Affirmative. Be weird if I didn't. Tyler, did you look this up as well? I did not. Really? Okay. Do you want to? I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight for some odd reason. Weird number to be on. Do you want to guess? I want to say three is France. You want to say number three is France? Yes. Oh, is it Italy? No, uh, France, number one, Tyler. Really? France is number one. Wow. I guess it makes sense. I guess it makes sense. You think of people taking a picture in front of the Eiffel Tower more than they do in front of the Coliseum. Sure, and I would I would assume because it's right there in the middle of the world, sure. everybody from oh, every side in can In the middle of up. Europe. Uh, 
But which is which is you have the Western Hemisphere. It's almost like right there, dead Depending in the middle. Depending upon what side of the globe you're looking at, Tyler. I think the middle of the world is right in the middle of the Pacific. Say I'm wrong. I meant relative to the land. Number where two. People, where people live. This isn't water world. That's fair. <laughs> Give me another guess. All right. So that's number one. France, number one. Uh, number two, would it be ooh, America? Number three, Tyler. Number two is Spain. Espana, ah, our, 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 the home of our conquistadors. Number four, China. Number five, Italy. Number six, Turkey. Number seven, Mexico. Number eight, Thailand, because people love to Bangkok, Tyler. And ladyboys. That's what I said. Mm. Ryan, yes. last week you said Italy was the cradle of the world. <laughs> I didn't. Tyler, you just... <laughs> you said this. Tyler you're, Tyler, you're taking me out of context in my own words. <laughs> uh, did... Ryan, I don't even know how to word this. No, no, no. Did he get it wrong? Yes, he did. Uh, often called Affirmative. often called the cradle of civilization, Iraq was Which, the home like to Me- Mesopotamia. Mesopotamian peoples. The, the fertile crescent, as it were. See, that's why I'm saying you're misrepresenting me. I knew this. They I'm de- very smart. Just because you do it doesn't very mean you said the smart, wrong thing. Tyler. They developed the uh, world's first writing, agriculture, even cities. So, okay. So, yeah, how about that? Pretty cool. Tyler, <laughs> last week, we said, what was Italy before Italy? Mm-hmm. Did we sound like idiots? Yeah, we did. Affirmative. Do you know what it was? Did you look this up? It was the Roman Empire, wasn't it? it prior to the Risorgimento of 1861, the Italian peninsula was fragmented into different kingdoms, city-states, duchies, etc. So, in other words, it oh, was... That's, that's interesting. Sure, it yeah. is. It wasn't one thing. I don't know what a duchy is, but I love it. No, it doesn't. Um, it's, it was an amalgamation of different societies that were all living within the same region. That's exactly right. Yeah. There you go. Italy before Italy was not Italy. Hmm. Um... I actually actually owe, it's great that you bring up Italy because I actually owe our, do I owe our Italian brethren an apology? Affirmative. I do. I did a terrible job. We welcomed them into the Menendez family last week. We had a, a Italy listening for the first time. And I just did a terrible job of telling the world how old the country is. I was so confused and I was all over the place. 1861? No, the, the Italy, as the country as we know it, was founded on June second, nineteen forty six. Okay, yeah, but right after right after World War Two, but Rome, the city of Rome, is two thousand seven hundred and seventy four years old. That's where my there confusion came in. The city is unbelievably old. There you go. Yep, talked about a lot that 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 they're Italy. Mm-hmm. Tyler, last week we discussed is TikTok. I the biggest app on the planet was the answer very obvious. Yes. Oh, really? I mean, it was, but we played yes way too many times in a row here, Tyler. TikTok is by far the most popular entertainment app. Did you see how many downloads? Uh, yeah, it's uh oh well, I see 1.3 billion monthly viewers. Okay. I can't even imagine what that means in a time. 672 million downloads. To second place, do you know what second place is, Tyler? Would it be Instagram? Netflix. Netflix oh, is oh, 165 yeah. million. So, and what's the difference between first one and two? place? 672. Second place, Jesus. 165. Holy shit. So, it's pretty close. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, there you go. TikTok, kind of an issue. Well, and I, without even doing my own, I can just add to that. I actually uh, looked up YouTube versus TikTok. Okay. So, TikTok. 
is the biggest app in the world by having 1.3 billion monthly viewers, but YouTube as a social networking uh, giant gets 2.5 billion monthly viewers. It is almost double what TikTok gets. And and why is that? How does that work? Because you can view it on your computer sure. where TikTok is only an app. There you go. I love it. And for my most important week of review, and for my most important... It's so important. This happens to me sometimes. <laughs> Every now and then, I just hit a road bump. And for my most important week in review, Tyler, I asked last week in the movie Revenge of the Nerds, Oh, so do they up. call vagina hair pie? Oh, I forgot about that. We've got bush. Oh, hair pie. <laughs> <laughs> they do call it hair pie, Tyler, and it's just a sign of the times. Ew. And the fact of the matter is Revenge of the Nerds, and I know a lot of people have touched on this, a deeply upsetting movie which involves the main character rape having sex with a woman while pretending to be someone else why is it that there were so many wacky shenanigans going on in the 70s or excuse me going on in the 80s tyler what you you, you call them wacky shenanigans wow what is rape other than a wacky shenanigan tyler uh, a, a deeply traumatic horrific crime against humanity oh, yeah you know what you're right about that yeah, sure yeah sure. because uh we it was during a time when uh, Oh, oh, bullying uh, helps somebody grow, sure. which we now know is literally totally the true. opposite oh. of that. Yeah, okay. the, the op yeah, it's true, except the opposite. Is this how we all became what we are now, is by growing up through the 80s and the 90s with those kind of uh, moral benchmarks? Absolutely. Now we're seeing it swing, the pendulum swing the other way, where people are becoming too sensitive to things, but it, uh, the market is eventually going to correct itself again. This is just This is the way society goes. You swing one way, and then you swing the other, kind of like a swinger. And when you're done, just, you know, fill up on hair pot and call it a day. Ugh. I'm done. Okay, thank God. I don't yeah. want to hear hair pie ever again. Hair pie. And that, Ryan, is Week in Review. Oh, man. <laughs> Seamless like water, Tyler. You and I. Just incredible what we could do. Great uh -huh. job this week. Tyler, please uh, tell the people how they can tell us how great we did. Please go to thoseguysyouhate.com. Check us out. We are amazing, but we need your subscriptions to survive. Like, I don't mean in terms of a show. I mean our physical sure. bodies. They will deteriorate and uh, and fade I away. I need it more than oxygen, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. What is the moral of the story, player? The moral of the story is I think this, uh, man, and, I, and I, I just, I'm kind of fighting against a tidal wave right now, but I think all these hours and all these minutes that we're pumping into TikTok and YouTube and just screens in general. And I'm one of them. I'm not here to, to criticize anybody. I just think that it might be bad overall for our society and for our meaty, squishy brains. Um, so it's almost as if the people who designed it knew that. Do you think? I do. Do you think they designed it that way? I uh, it's I, ridiculous. I am not somebody. I do like to play around on my iPad. I like to play stupid little games. I don't do anything in the way of social media. And me being judgmental and me, you know, just being a human being, I do look at people who just, my son, phases out on that thing. And you wonder, what could you be doing with that time? What, what if you didn't spend three hours a day staring at that phone, what would you be doing instead? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it, I don't even want to go into, oh, you could be uh, uh, bettering the world. You could be bettering yourself, which you can, but it's primarily, dude, we're missing life. We are missing life. Life. Yeah, it doesn't mean go and build your own house in the forest. Mm -hmm. It's just experiencing other people and relationships and 
and all the spices that life has to offer. But if you do go and build a house in the forest, make sure you record it and throw it up on TikTok. People would love to see it. You're going to get crazy Abs- views. Absolutely. Oh my God. You're going to be TikTok famous. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Honor yourself. Honor yourself. React in a way that is natural to you and learn to love that person. You're a good person, I'm assuming. You probably haven't eaten a baby recently. Let me say that again. You have. You probably haven't eaten a baby recently. Mm-hmm. So the fact of the matter is, is that you need to stop fighting yourself. And by you, I'm talking to me. Tyler, we are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Red circle. Red circle, Tyler. How Mm -hmm. are you, man? Hey, just a heads up. A little disorganized. If we sound like shit today, it is because we are in an empty room. Mm -hmm. Menendez Mansion 3.0. Yeah, not fully put together. And also, I think I'm sick, man. I think I'm a little sicky wicky. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's. If you guys could see the what will be the studio, it looks like a uh, boner a, inducing, like <laughs> like a college <laughs> freshman's like uh, <laughs> studio apartment. Sure, filled with the plague. Sure, <laughs> it's just a it's just it's a tiny little black bump on my shoulder, Tyler. It's barely even bubonic. I went to New York like a fool. Yeah, and yeah. I came back also like a fool, but now uh, an ill. The city, uh, the equivalent of the bubonic plague. Can you say New York City without somebody doing that El Paso commercial from 1987? You'll have to remind me. I don't know that New York City? (laughs) You don't remember the cowboys around the the campfire? That was a year before I was born, I I made up 1987. Ah, You don't don't know what I'm talking about? Uh Uh-uh. What, Tyler? Uh This is a social zeitgeist that you have to be aware of. There's some cowboys. They're sitting around a campfire. Mm -hmm. Everybody who is listening to the sound of my voice is just shaking their head up and down. Wait, nodding their head up and down at the radio right now. There you go. If I think cowboys, I'm thinking either on a horse or by a campfire. So, so far you've got Right, Uh, sleeping underneath the stars with nothing in between them. Yeah. Uh, A tent would probably be nice, though. And so they're, I, man, I don't even remember the context, but they find out that this guy's salsa was made in New York City. And then the rest of the group goes, New York City? Mm-hmm. You don't know what I'm talking about. Wait, did you just say salsa? This is a com- uh, commercial for salsa. S- for salsa. Spanish ketchup, Tyler. Ca- cowboys. Sure. Cowboys sitting around a campfire right. talking about New York City. Tyler. Talking about salsa. You're making fun of me and you don't know, like, uh, Luke, I am your father. I am. Okay, first of all, slow your roll. Which he never says. <laughs> Second of all, I do understand. I'm not making fun of you. Do you know the, I am, the cultural reference I'm making? I'm simply acknowledging the cultural stealing of other people. What are those cowboys eating salsa for? No, Mexicans. And cows are women. I agree with you, Tyler. That's true. Bull boys. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. I want to make sure that this one stays on track. Yeah. I want to make sure that we're paying attention. So far, we're doing well. I want to make sure that we don't say anything that's stupid. Oh, please. Have these words ever been said before? What's that? Wowzers in my trousers. 
Do you think that those have ever been linked together and used in a sentence? I can't imagine, so no. I imagine that they have. Okay. Wowzers and trousers go together like peanut butter and a lady. Um, that was just a thought that I had. But you know what? I didn't have a lot of time to put this particular episode together. So here on the pregame, we're going to talk about real stuff because I couldn't formulate jokes, Tyler. Mm. Have you heard about this new weight loss uh, system? That is that is ravaging Hollywood right now, and it's like diabetic medication, like medication for diabetes too. They were trying it out. One of the side effects is weight melts off you almost literally. Yeah, what else does it do to your internal organs? Who in cares? Your, Who cares? Yeah, you just look beautiful on the outside. All right, Tyler, did you just describe Hollywood to me? Because I think you did. That sounds terrible. New York City? I mean, if that's the case, just go get chemo. Have you not? <laughs> what? Tyler, don't say that into the microphone. This is a brilliant idea. I will be a sexy, wayfish bald model. I could have you losing two pounds in hair by the end of the weekend. <laughs> I only have so much to give. A have you heard what I'm talking about, though? No, and not at all. That's, that genuinely sounds unbelievably dangerous for the human body. What? What was it they were trying to correct where they found out about wiener pills? <laughs> it you know, was blood pressure medication. Blood pressure. Yeah. First of all, it gives a shit <laughs> about Viagra. that. As long as you can give me a stiffy, Tyler. Viagra. Viagra, right. <laughs> That's right. Wiener pills. Isn't that what it says on the doctor recommended <laughs> I, wiener pills? I liked it better when you used to call them dick pills. That dick was pills. That was better. That one has a nice ring to it. So, so and, and the reason that I bring this up on the pregame is because this is where I bury everything that I have not researched. So really the whole show should be pregame, but sure. there is this kind of thing. I don't know what the side effects are as far as your health goes, but it is this real, you know, fountain of youth that people are Mindy Kaling. Mm -hmm. You know who that is? Oh boy. She, she got wrecked recently, man. I do she, what? She, I, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, she is the creator of the new series Velma, which is on HBO, a new take oh. on Scooby-Doo. Well, she and is pe also people hated it yeah and I, she, I saw that she got dragged really hard so anyway back to what you were saying. so wait a minute hollywood has released something starring women and people are upset about it that can't be true well apparently the writing was terrible we love women here sure. on planet earth also true but they weren't dragging her because she's a woman they're dragging her because they hated this art that she made it just makes me think of ghostbusters and anything where women try to establish themselves as starring vehicles and sure. uh neckbeards tend to hate that all mm. you incels Cheer up. They made Shaggy black. What? And no Scooby-Doo. Shaggy? They no, no Scooby-Doo. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen blurbs about this. I mean, how much do you really want to get out of a talking dog, man? Uh, you know. I, I spent years of my life enjoying Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo was a part of my childhood. Overrated, but go on. Scooby Doo, The old ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the entertainment we had at the time, now, dude. My question to you is, does it bother you that Shaggy is now black? No, I don't care. I, Although they didn't make him a, if I'm not, and I haven't watched it, from what I read, they didn't make him a pothead. They didn't make him a stoner. He, he just Black he, people don't do that, Tyler. Shaggy does. Shaggy does. <laughs> yes. That is the cornerstone. He is hungry, and even though they don't say it, he is high. And he is fucking that dog, am I right? That might be on the table. <laughs> that might be on the table. Shaggy, you really screwed the pooch here. <laughs> Um, Full circle. Yeah, there you go. My question to you is, and I know we've done this episode already. Mm -hmm. Who gives a shit? Make it sure. black. Yeah. You know, or some, oh, no, I don't care. In some ways, in some ways, I think it does your show better because people talk about it just based off that. Little Mermaid. Black. Yeah, which they haven't released yet. What's taking you so long? Just getting the right shade, Tyler. So anyway, I just, maybe we could do some research. Maybe we can review. Uh, maybe somebody will do this for me, but... 
Diabetes medication. Not just for diabetes anymore. Yes, it is. Nope, 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 nope. It is. Do not listen to these Hollywood jackasses who are willing to put their bodies through fucking hell. Why can't the baby blood do all of this? I don't know. They really need to... They, oh, my goodness. They really need to evolve the baby blood. Baby blood has not evolved in quite some time. Sure. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, we're, we're still drinking our grandparents' baby blood. <laughs> Have you seen Gwyneth Paltrow? She looks... Terrible. Does she? She she looks gaunt. She looks like 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 a like a scarecrow really? almost. Oh, I hate judging people's appearances. No, but I Emma mean, Stone. I mean health no, wise. No, what's her name? Emma Watson. There there was a couple of photos with her uh, on a red carpet recently where she just looked aged. Yeah, and I'm not talking about Gwyneth Paltrow's looks. I don't give a shit what you look like. I'm talking about the way her health okay. looks. The okay. way that she looks like she is health-wise, deteriorating around the edges. It, it, Lindsay Lohan-like? Yeah, Lindsay Lohan was just straight-up drugs and sure, debauchery. Sure, if you're going to do it, do it fun. Exactly. Gwyneth Paltrow, it's all these miracle sure. cures and, and put bees in your vagina sure. and all this kind eat of stuff. Eat a pussy candle. Ex I don't think you're supposed to eat them. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> the but, third one was hard to get down for sure. <laughs> um, all right, and speaking of Shacky... Being a pothead or not being a pothead. Not a pothead. Not, That's not, the a, problem. A nothead, which we just won't stand for, Tyler. Sure. Last one of the show. I won't do that again. Mm -hmm. You and I. I don't believe you. Recently have spoken about marijuana. We, we were just talking about that. The devil's weed. The devil's lettuce. lettuce. Forgive lettuce. me. Forgive lettuce. me. Yeah. I, I'm sure I owe money there somewhere. Mm -hmm. You and I have just now. Neither of us smoke the mamawana. Not for us. We don't condone it. But we have. We we know people who have. Sure. I smelled it once. Wasn't for me. Sure. I think I got a contact high. Yeah. I, just... I know. I've known people that smoke Oof. it. Now, once I've talked to them about it, I've immediately cut them off. That's yeah. it. But yeah. I've I've gathered a little information, just like you know the way you interview serial killers. You well, know? who needs that kind of negativity in your life? Yucky. Yeah. Yucky. Mm -hmm. It's just like knowing somebody who does nose clams. You know. So that's cocaine, ladies. And gentlemen. <laughs> so here's the question that you and I have posed to one another. Now, mm -hmm. smoking marijuana generally, it has a lot of side effects in terms of your ability to stay focused, your memory. What are, what are the other, you know, your your emotions uh, uh, get away from you. It's hard to keep your track. Emotions get away it, from you. It's interesting. It kind of like when you drink and those walls come down and then like and then whatever darkness you have down there has the ability to now come up weed i think some people might describe it as the opposite of that as where smoking raises their walls well what i was about to say is that while weed doesn't have the exact same thing it does alter the walls you're now not filtering sure. them through the 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 appropriate level of walls shall we say so you're saying that everybody who isn't stoned has the appropriate level of walls i think i would disagree with that uh, no you're going to an absolute I, I, on I'm the not, other side I, listen i'm saying that hitting the ball back and forth whatever wall you are dealing with you are now adding an extreme to that by introducing a foreign substance and obviously we are going to make mexico pay for it but what I will say is, this is this is my thoughts on it. Now, again, don't smoke marijuana; it'll you know make you freak out and kill your parents. Explode but, your head. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like that. Like that politician in the boys. Uh, spoiler alert. So, I was gonna say that dude from Scanners. Yours is way more relative. Yeah. Or more way more relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm rewatching that. Oh, it's big, a great, great show. Big old Italian kiss. Great show. Just excellent, man. It's like it's superhero violence porn. Mm -hmm. Highly recommended. You know what I don't recommend, Tyler? Marijuana. Yeah. Back at it. Yeah. 
So what, back. Uh, what do you think about this hypothesis that marijuana makes you worse at things in your daily life, i.e. remembering, being on time. It distorts time. Hard to argue with that. For sure. Um, you know, all of the little things that make people what we generally refer to as being responsible. You don't want to be working with someone in your life, you know, running through a business, somebody who's stoned all the time, because mm-hmm. that's generally somebody that you kind of can't count on. Now, obviously, I'm painting with a big, wide brush, but you understand the point that I'm making. Yeah, I think that there are people out there who can be successful while smoking weed, sure. but if you are irresponsible- like five of them. Yeah, if you are irresponsible, smoking weed um, will will add to that. I think that it, it, it pushes up kind of all of your characteristics. I think it, it it kind of makes you, if you're anxious, it makes you more anxious. If you're funny, it makes you more funny, which I assume I would be. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. Makes you bad at all those regular life things. Does it connect you to something different? Does it make you more, I have written here, spiritual lubrication, mm. more, um, I don't know, tune in with the vibe of the world if you want to sound like an idiot. I think that it has the capacity to do that and we talked about this recently we but on our own agreed between you and me it it has the capacity to do that but like i said then and i'll say it now on air much like uh ayahuasca or lsd or magic mushrooms do it every day these all these things have the capacity to take you to a different level but if you're doing them all the time then you're not on a different level that is just your your level level, and it's not doing anything i want to do ayahuasca all the time just wherever i go i'm just puking at people i was well you wouldn't be going anywhere you'd be lying on a mat on the floor just pissing and shitting yourself right right Uh, right so it's eyes lit up ladies and gentlemen like now but at least i'd have an excuse (laughs) it's not my life choices spiritual lubrication tyler just worth thinking about again i say if you smoke marijuana one time you'll die Mm -hmm. but it's uh it's an interesting idea but if you do it constantly you're safe is there yes (laughs) never don't be drunk no but the idea is is there something else that's I, i it comes down to this idea of is there a world outside of what we're sensing? And I know we talk about this on every show. Is there a world outside of what it is that we're all experiencing that exists? And if it is, is marijuana, I hate to say a gateway or whatever. I mean, that's a little bit too on the nose. But mm. does anybody look at Bob Marley and be like, you fucking pothead? Like, why don't you do something with your life? That guy believes that marijuana brought him to spiritual revolution. Yeah, but he thought that and, and preached that while doing something with his life. It's hard to look at somebody who smokes weed all the time and say, do something with your with your life when you're like the biggest reggae star on the planet. Ah, what'd he do? Sit on his freaking porch and just wait for his toe to kill him? He was... Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, no. Jesus, it was his hands and feet. He was... Good God, man. <laughs> no, God was the one who said No, stop them. talking. Yes, yes, you're right. You're stop right. talking. You're right. You're right. He was an advocate for peace. He was an... Oh, God is going to have a word <laughs> with you, sir. I will never smoke the, the devil's lettuce again and I'm Smoke him, sir. Um, yeah, I think weed can be used as a defense mechanism, though. I think course. the anxiety that comes a with... A shield. With, is a shield. It's, sure. I'd rather be in this state of constant anxiety rather than deal with the fear that comes with not being on it. But, but And I agree with you, and I believe that the people who... Again, I didn't know Bob Marley. Shameful admission. But you've got to assume that his thoughts and just being, um, you know, Rastafarians, they believe that, that that connects them to something bigger. And I just think that it's it's worth, uh, you know, Bob Marley, social lubrication. Again, I connect think, them in your mind. I think the difference is, is using it specifically for that purpose 
and then using it all the time as a shield. It's the same thing with alcohol. You sure. can drink alcohol every once in a while to have a good time. Not if you're me. doing it all the time, you're not. You're past having a good time. You're just using it as a as a substance to get over what it is and, you're dealing with. And after that next drink, it's all coming out. Very last thing, we've gone way too long. Tyler, comedy thing. You're doing it. You're going to classes for stand up. I'm so proud of you. You're putting yourself out of there. Uh, it, it kind of feeds into what we were just talking about. My, cause I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I, in this job that we have that we don't ever talk about that we don't have, Mm-mm. it involves, uh, or it doesn't involve us talking in front of people. Smooth. And, <laughs> oh, man, I am, I am sweeping up these bread. You're just giving Tyler. clue after clue. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so bleeping that. <laughs> so bleeping that. Why do I live there? I don't know. Why do I live there? I don't know. You Daddy. like to live. You like to live on the edge, but your sure. balance is terrible. The other <laughs> side, though, on the ground. I live on the edge, but having already fallen many times. My question is for you, because because I had to do a thing where I was in front of the other people, and it's an entirely different situation than stand-up comedy, but also it is controlling a crowd. It's being yeah. confident, and it is learning to feed off the energy of a crowd. I crushed it. Yeah. I crushed it. Yeah. So it had me thinking about it, and... What's the drinking situation? That would be my first stop. Like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to do stand-up comedy. We're going to go up. What are you doing with the drinking situation? Are you going in raw dog? Are you having a few? Where are you at? I'm going in raw dog. Really? Yeah. Good, the fir- the good, first- good for you. Thank you. Well, well, there is a disclaimer. The first time I ever did it, I had two beers before I went up, which is was the perfect amount. It loosened me up, sure. but I, I didn't get drunk, or at least I didn't get fucked up. Uh, man, my tolerance is terrible these days. You're saying you get drunk easily? Easily Me now. too. Yeah. Me too. Um, it's a sign of alcoholism. But right <laughs> What? <laughs> if I look at a beer wrong. <laughs> but right now, I'm taking a class. So every Tuesday, I go in, I sit down with the same 12 people, and then we do a five-minute set in front of these same people. So I'm not drinking before class. Of I course. feel like that would be really disrespectful to the teacher. And, 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 just and you're trying class. to learn something. Exactly. And at the end of every class, the guy at the front says, see you next Tuesday, and that's how you know you're in the right place. Let's do the show. <laughs>